welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one actual play RPG podcast. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. And I'm your wife and player, Diana. How are you doing, my darling? I'm okay. I am very ready for relaxing and breaking and just not doing work for a couple days. Yes. So uh, we've talked before about how we both are in the education field, so which means we both get breaks for the holidays, which is very nice. And I am also very much looking forward to my break. I am going to build my first high-grade Gundam while listening to the counterweight um, playthrough at Friends at the Table. I'm really looking forward to that. Very typical, very normal, run-of-the-mill, relaxing activity. Yeah, I mean, I've never <laughs> built a real Gundam. I built a, like a tiny scale, like some like off. Ladies and gentlemen, scale just model. real quick. Zach doesn't ever do anything, I don't want to say normal, but I'm going to say normal. Nothing is ever just run-of-the-mill with him. Everything is just slightly weird. You don't have to say ladies and gentlemen anytime uh, you are addressing, anytime like saying, you're breaking the fourth wall. I like saying ladies and gentlemen. I don't know, it just feels very, but it is very, like, it's not very inclusive. I need to come up with a new thing. Probably should. You could just, yeah. you know, talk. Okay, audience. So, listen. Zach is not normal. He does things weird. I plan on binging Netflix. Just all of it. The entire Netflix. The all entire ne- Netflix? The entire Netflix. Or just all of their holiday movies. Except, except, now we have a Roku. I have so many more holiday movies available to me. They're all awful. I'm so excited. Delightful. <laughs> so, I think my character is ready to murder some things. Okay. So, yes, this is the second part of our 2017 holiday special in which Thelion, Thelion? Thelion. Thelion, the Arctic elf, uh, entered the Longhouse Palace of Grimner Longbarther, the red-robed lich of the Northern Lights. A.K.A. Evil Santa Claus. Evil Santa. And promptly murdered uh, Grimner's son, Kristoff. I didn't promptly murder his son. I looked around a little bit first, and then I murdered his his son. Uh, that is true. My sister was stolen? I'm on a mission. Uh, your sister, Alahair, right? Yep. Okay. So when we last left Thelion, Thelion was traveling uh, underground uh, on this elevator device yes. that left from the kitchen and went down. And it was a weird floor puzzle. puzzle. Yes, it was a weird, terrible floor puzzle. Which now you know how to operate, right? There's these panels, and then there's, like, the, the gem, and when you stand on the panel and put your foot on the gem, you go down. Or up, if you're if you're down. Um, I know how to operate that specific one. That's how all the elevators in Grimner Longbarthur's <laughs> uh, house work. I have a question for Thelion. What superstition or mythology do the Arctic Elves have about the underground? Because... Underground is not really something that Arctic elves do. Correct. Permafrost itself keeps you from digging too deep into the earth, right? Right, right. And I think the idea of being underground is strange in some way. Why is that? I feel like it's probably a lot like when people or like heroes in ancient Greek stories would cross the River Nix. Sticks? Nix. Sticks. Sticks. Shit. Nix is... I don't even know what. Well, Nix is... It's... Anyway. 
The river sticks. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you're not supposed to do it. Mortals have done it, but it's rare, and they are special in the legends to do it. So I think that if you go underground, if you go far enough underground that you can, like, move around and be completely underground, you're kind of walking in the realm of the dead. Okay. Or, like, in the realm of bad things. Maybe you're walking in the realm of the lich. Like, this is his realm, and this is how he comes and steals people, maybe. Hmm. It's bad. It's bad. Like, I f- I, I'm recognizing as I'm walking around that, like, I'm somewhere I'm not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I like the idea of it being an underworld. Right, type yeah. Type place. Uh, the lich, the Red Road lich doesn't come to you guys from underground. He comes to you riding his uh, Right, um, so I would see that. With his son and their swords. But I think the underground is... Yeah, I think it's it's like the underworld. It, yeah. It's Hades. And so you're traveling down, and you've been going down for a while. Mm-hmm. And the panel hits a point where light seeps up from your feet as it opens up into a room. And it travels down until just, like, the back of the of the panel, like, stays connected to a room. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I think you, like, go down into, like, a, like almost like a closet okay. with an opening in front. You find yourself in front of several horrified elves. Before you is what looks like a bedroom. Mm-hmm. And there are three elves standing in front of you by these beds. There are two more elves, uh, like, kind of, like, huddled in the back corners. And these elves in front of you, uh, there are two men, or two women and a man. And they are wielding, like, uh, one has, like, a bedpost that they've made into a club. Another has what looks to be, like, a knitting needle in his hand. The other has, I think, maybe a belt, uh, like, wrapped around her her hands. It's very generous of the Lich to allow them to have so many weapons. Um, I like, don't... I don't know. A knitting needle? You can't even take that onto an airplane anymore. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Um, but they are not wearing the clothes of the Arctic Elves. Mm-hmm. They're wearing strange and bizarre clothes that uh, we would kind of think of as, like, Regency-era Downton Abbey clothes. Okay. And I think this elf with the uh, with the bedpost that they've broken off and made into like a club points it at you and she goes, you just go back, just go back. Why? I'm here to free you. She goes, no, you won't. You're just going to make him angry and he's going to take it out on us. Just go away. Where is he? She goes, I don't know. His son is dead. I will murder him next. She shakes her head and she goes if you think you've killed Kristoff you are wrong just go away leave now while you can and I just start walking away I'm ignoring her I no longer care uh I'm not arguing with her I'm on a mission I don't care about this conversation I'm I'm trying to leave you finding a way you can only you can walk into the room where she is or you can go back up the elevator I walk into the room I'm like touching doors I'm looking for or I'm touching walls I'm looking for like stones and stuff okay you walk in and... Uh, I'm the, just ignoring her. The one elf with the knitting needle, uh, mm-hmm. he comes up to you and he goes... Uh, like He kind of like shakily sticks it out towards you and he goes, We're serious. If, if you don't leave, we're, go- we're gonna... How do I find him? 
the the third elf she just goes we we told you we don't know but if you don't leave you're going to make things worse for us so the problem that i'm having is that i diana would like to convince them to go on the elevator to go upstairs so that they can leave they're not gonna do that though how many of you are there of us there are seven have you seen and then i describe my sister uh, they look to one another and um, then look back to you and shake their head. No. I'm going to discern realities. Okay. That's a six plus my wisdom. There's a seven. Okay. So I'm going to ask, what should I be on the lookout for? I'll tell you, you see a door on the other side mm-hmm. that is the way out of the house elves' quarters. Okay. On the other side of this room. Yeah. Okay. And I've got a bedpost, a knitting needle, and a belt standing in my way. Yep. All right. I brandish. Yeah. Is that how you use that word? Yep. I brandish my spear, and I say, step on this, put your foot on the gem, and go up. I am going after him. Whether or not you are here afterwards is entirely up to you. And I just start walking with my she- my spear in my hand. Okay. I think the elf who has the club, I think, she, I think she comes up to you and I think she takes a swing at you with the club. I just like brush her away. So that I, like I'm, you are so insignificant to me in this moment because I am clearly on a mission. You have no information of, on my sister and I already told you how to get out. I'm brushing her away. Now, obviously, I know okay. I have to defy danger. I know that. But, like, I'm just, like, I don't care. And just move well, on. I think I don't think you define danger if you're just, like, letting her yeah. clock you. All okay. right. Take, uh, roll 1d6. That was a four. What's your armor again? Two? Two. So I get two damage? Yep. Uh, yeah. I think I'm she at comes 21 up. health. I'm fine. I think she comes up and she clocks you across the shoulder. And I actually think the, um... The bedpost, like, breaks mm-hmm. against your shoulder. Um, and I don't break stride. I continue walking. That, uh, the elf with the knitting needle, he's, like, I think he, like, takes a step towards you after seeing his partner, like, clock you. Right. And he takes a step towards you, and he's, like, pointing the needle at you. I think you already have walked past him. He goes, just, just, you, just please, please leave. Tell me how to defeat him. I'm continuing to walk. Uh, okay. You're walking towards that door? Yeah, I'm walking towards the door, but I did just shout that, so okay. I want, I'm expecting an answer. If we knew we wouldn't be here, there then is no leave. way to... And then I just walk out the door. Uh, that door is locked. No, it's not. Because I'm going to bash it in. Okay. I bash in the door. Nothing will stop me from him! Alright. I bash it in with my adolescently... As adolescent... Arms. I don't know. Don't oh no! Wait. When I no no no. I have Ben Bar's lift gates. When you use pure strength to destroy an inanimate object, I roll pro- plus strength. Yeah. What were you trying to do? I was just gonna bash it in with my body. Just continue walk, which is what this move does. I yeah. just like forgot I have it. Ha ha ha! That's I rolled a seven plus a two is a nine. Okay. I'm pretty impressed with that. That was pretty okay. On a seven through nine, I choose two. It doesn't take very long. Nothing of value is damaged. It doesn't make an inordinate, inordinate amount of noise. You can fix the thing again without a lot of effort. 
Um, it doesn't take very long, and it doesn't make an inordinate amount of noise. So how do you uh, how do you get it open? How do you get this door open? Where's the lock? Describe this door to me. So it is a large, very fine uh, wooden door that uh, has a large, like brass metal lock and knob. I kick it. You kick it. I'm sure there's an actual way to do this, but like right on the knob, near the knob area, in an effective way that would break the door open. Okay. All right. Yeah. You kick it, and uh, it splinters and bursts open, and opens up into this this long hallway that is uh, lit with these um, glowing orbs embedded into the walls. Mm-hmm. I, I think like the elves that were like cowering in the corners on that wall have now like fled, like scrambling over the beds to the other side of the room, trying to stay as far away from you as possible. Right. Now remember, this doesn't make a lot of noise. I know. And the elves just, like, look at you, and they drop their hands to their sides, and they are just like, you're never going to beat him. Then I will die in the name, in the, uh, 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 and then I will die. I was trying to think of, like, a really clever thing to say, but I'm not good at that, so. And then I will die. All right. And then I will die. Or then, or whatever. I will not beat him, and then I will die. Very good last words. And uh, I think you enter into the hallway. I do that. And I think the camera cuts, and we see it uh, moving, like, waist height. Uh, towards the doors of the dining room and we see the dining room doors open and the camera follows past and we see in the corner uh, comes into view the sheath of a sword of a long sword straped to a waist and we see a hand uh, gloved in red approach the table where the body of Kristoff lies Mm mm-hmm and we see this hand just place, we see this body place a hand on the chest of Christoph Grimner's son. Mm-hmm. And then we return to Thelion, walking down this dark hallway. Yes. Thelion, you reach a T in the hallway. Mm-hmm. One goes left, the other goes right. I go right. You head right and approach a large door that is decorated in uh, engravings of green holly and red berries and fine pines and pine cones. I try to open the door. It is also locked. I do the same thing. I kick that. Shoot. Down. All right. It's a five. uh, No, that's a six. Plus two is an eight. So I get to pick two. Uh, It doesn't take very long, and it doesn't make a lot of noise. Okay. I think you smash this open again. Um, Same method, kicking it. I see nothing of value is damaged is one of the things that you didn't choose. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Uh, I don't care if I break his pristine thing. I am saving my sister or I am dying trying. Okay. Uh, You sprain your ankle, kicking it That's not... No. I think your ankle is something valuable. I don't think so. Mm, I think it might be. I don't think it is. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm... Nope. I I'm I am I don't agree. But all right, whatever. So Damage? Wh- uh no, why don't you take shaky to your dexterity? I don't know what that does. Oh, it it's minus, minus one. Minus one to your dex. It's I think you one. injure your ankle kicking this door open. All right. This door 
opens up and you find yourself in a massive cavern mm-hmm. that is brightly lit mm-hmm. with uh, these rows of glowing uh, blue and yellow orbs mm-hmm. along the ceiling mm-hmm. and a massive pine forest. Underground. Underground. I am convinced that I am in the underworld now. There is just this forest of pine trees, uh, and uh, they like the, the ground is this so- goes from um, this like stone tile work from the hallways and the other like rooms to this soft loam covered in pine needles and f- smelling like very fresh and uh, vibrant. And this is just a huge cavern. You you can just see what you think is the back of this cavern. Mm-hmm. I shout my sister's name. Why don't you roll discern realities? So I rolled an eight. So I am, I always pick what should I be on the lookout for or what's here is useful and valuable to me. Like I always pick those. So I think in this room it would also be applicable for me to ask what here is not what it appears to be. Ooh, okay. So... Thelian, you start walking through this grove, mm-hmm. and you see elves peering out from behind the tree trunks at you. Mm-hmm. And I think in the distance, you even see some elves that haven't noticed you yet, who are tending to the trees, right. um, trimming their branches and uh, keeping them, uh, keeping them pristine and, mm-hmm. and nice. Mm-hmm. And I think at one point. I think as you walk through, you see the body of an elf slumped against the branch of a tree, Mm -hmm. uh, against the trunk of a tree, its throat slit, Mm -hmm. and its blood uh, poured over its bare chest into the soil at the base of the tree. Do I recognize this elf? No. Okay. Yeah, I I just shout my sister's name. Uh, You get no response. I think I walk a little bit further in and I find an elf. Okay. And I make them talk to me. Alright, uh, you see an elf pretty su- pretty soon afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see an elf that is I think staring at you and doesn't even have the sense to like hide from you. It's right. just staring at you. And its skin is sunken in and sallow. It looks borderline emaciated. Okay. Um, and it's eyes are wide and dark uh, they're like heavy rings under its eyes and it's just kind of staring at you as you approach it I go you how many of you are there uh, the elf looks around the the pine grove and turns back to you and they go I don't know how long have you been here I've been here and I think it stares up at the ceiling with those lights and the elf goes, I don't know. There's no day. There's no night. Darkness comes and then it leaves. I don't know. Have you seen a girl who fits this description? And then I describe my sister. Uh, so what is what is Ella Hare like? I was really hoping I wouldn't have to do this. Of course I'm going to ask if you say you describe her. What's she like? Um... I think that she's actually significantly younger than me. Like, she is still very clearly a child. And I know elf ages get weird, so I'm not going to put a number to it, but, like, she's very clearly, like, a child. She might be entering 
in human years, how old would she be? I would say she's like 10. Okay. She's pretty close to like teenage status, like preteen teenage status, but very obviously still a child. Okay. And there is a large difference between she and I in age only. She's like a spitting image of me. What about your description betrays how scared you are? I think when I talk about her age and like her height, mm-hmm. I go, she's just a child. She is, have you seen a child? She is just a child. Okay. Let me ask you this. Knowing what you've seen about this place mm-hmm. so far, do you want Elohair to be here? In this pine forest? In this pine forest. No. Okay. So, of course, she is. Uh, no, she's not. I kind of think it just would have been better for her to be in that first room I was in. Like, nothing awful was happening there. It was a room. So, this elf says, There are no children here. Just us older elves who are good for nothing but tending and feeding. Is that what happened to that elf over there? Uh, the elf nods. Who fed? You hear a rustling in the trees. I look at the rustling. Coming from, like, above you. I look at the rustling. Like, I look towards it. Yeah. It's just the trees, as if being moved by a wind. But you do hear a voice come from behind you. And it says, I feed. I turn towards the voice. Uh, When you turn, you see a dryad. She is large and imposing. And uh, her fingers, her like root-like fingers stretch out towards the trees as she passes them. And the trees bend to her as if like trying to touch her. Mm -hmm. uh, As if they are servants trying to, or or fans trying to touch a celebrity. Okay. Or uh, subjects trying to touch a royal. Mm Mm-hmm. As she walks past them with her palms outstretched, and she has this bark-like skin, and she has um, hair like white leaves, and I think almost like curled horns sprouting from her head. Okay. And she goes, I tend the forest, and the elves tend me. How close is this thing to me? She is about... 10 feet away from you. If you had to put a weapons range on how far away she is from me, would you say that she is close or reach? I think she's reach. I think close is like five feet. Okay. So. Oh, you're both. You're in both of those ranges. I am. I am in both of those ranges. Yeah, so she's about reach. So I go to stab her. Okay. I'm just just gonna go stab her. I'm gonna try to stab her. Alright. So I'm hacking and slashing it. That's not great. I need to stop rolling these dice. These dice are not great for me. I rolled an eight with, in, like, including my my modifier. So on a seven through nine, you deal your damage to the end. You deal your damage to the enemy, and the anim- enemy makes an attack on you. So my damage to the enemy is oh, it's a three. Womp womp. Describe yourself attacking her. So I think she's talking and she's moving towards me and the other elf and I am enraged by this place everything is awful my people are dying and I cannot find my sister so I just make a move the minute I feel like I could possibly make a move 
I make a move. Okay. Yeah. You lunge, and uh, I think your spear, like, digs into her shoulder, and she howls, I think. I think she, with a wave of her hand... Oh, hmm. I have plus two piercing. I just realized that that's something that my my spear does. Oh, that is good to know. Yeah, because her skin is bark. I yep. figured that would be an armor. Yep. I so that, that. Yeah, I forgot about that as well. Your your uh, spear digs right through this like her bark like skin mm-hmm. and it tears away, exposing this like I know pine isn't a white wood, but for our purposes, we're going to say like this very like bare white sapling wood mm-hmm. uh, beneath the bark. And she howls and wa- waves her hand, and I think the ground beneath you roots like spring forth in a wave mm-hmm. and uh, toss you up with the force of the ground, and you go like f- I think flying through the gro- flying through the grove. Okay, I try to land and immediately run back. Okay, like I'm trying to make this work for me and okay. run back to attack her. All right, roll defy danger dex. I rolled, whoo, that was good. I rolled a nine, but I have a minus one for shaky. I rolled an eight. Like, I think I got, Yeah. maybe I got knocked off balance a little bit, but I recovered pretty quickly and ran. Yeah. Uh, I And I think you were running towards her with, uh, with your foot kind of, I think, like, ringing out in pain as you're running towards her. And I think she raises her hand, and I think vines erupt from her arm, from her forearm as it's pointing at you, and, like, plunge towards you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? I'm going to defy that danger and try to, like, attack her again. So I think my defying that danger is maybe I try to use the environment to my advantage, like, docking around trees and, like, taking a very serpent- serpentine way to her because the vines would... Maybe get tangled up that way. Okay, yeah. I think that's dexterity again. If you're trying to, like, swerve between the trees. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not so good. I've I've rolled a four. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think those vines plunge into you and, Mm -hmm. like, dive into... Like, start start going... Yeah, I think they, like, dive into your stomach Mm -hmm. um, and just hit. uh, I have an armor Start to wrap around you. So you actually are taking the worst of 2d8 damage. Okay. That was a six. That was an eight. All right. Womp womp. So uh, you take six damage. Yes. Uh, yes, I do. Minus your armor. Right. So what is that, four? No, I take eight damage. The worst of the two. I got a six and an eight. Worst is lowest. Oh. So you take four damage. I take four damage. But she does have these vines, like, wrapping around your, okay. your like, stomach I and think- trying to dig into you. I think I take my spear, which is, like, in my hand, and I try to, like, lever it to get them off of me. Okay, so you're trying to, like, smack the vines away? Yeah, or, like, it depends on whether or not it ra- the vines wrapped around my spear. If they wrapped around my spear, I'm trying mm-hmm. to, like, twist it and make, like, a No, I don't wheel. think they, I don't think they wrapped around your spear. So then I'm just, just, like, hacking at them and trying to get them off of me. Okay. With my spear. Uh, Defy dangerous strength. Okay. All right, I'm done with these dice. That was a four. Luckily, my strength is a plus two. That's still a failure. Yeah. Uh, so don't forget to mark XP. I think that's actually your second XP dice. this session, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter, though. This is a one-off. You don't know. Maybe you fail so bad that you level up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you start, like, hacking at those vines, and she raises you up, uh, like, a good seven feet off the ground, and then whips you back down into the earth. 
Uh, take another uh, worst of 2d8. 5, 9. Start the 5. Yeah. We did. We have to use the same mechanism. Yeah. but uh, you, So I want you to think about, you just rolled a 9 on a d8. Oh, I rolled the wrong dice. You did roll the wrong dice. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, guys. That's okay. No, I'm going to try take again. Take the 5. No, I no, I rolled the wrong dice. I think you should still take the 5. I, didn't, I mean, all right, fine. I'll take the 5. <laughs> you rolled it. All right. Uh, 4. Okay. Um, I can't believe I did that. I'm sorry. Um, it didn't even occur to me that I had a, a D8 and I rolled a 9. It was just like, oh, I rolled a 9. That's it, it hurt real bad. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she slams you into the ground. How close I, am I to her now? Uh, I think you're a good 10 feet away still. I um, try to stab her with my spear again. I think you are on the ground. I, think I can't stab up? Not, I guess I wouldn't have the reach she, for Yeah, it. she's yeah. way too far for you to just like stab upwards. Well, you said 10 feet before. Yeah, but was that stabbing. was like vertical. Okay. Or horizontal, rather. She slams you into the ground, and I think when you bounce those vines that it were wrapped around you like let go mm-hmm. and you kind of just bounce back into the sod and she starts walking towards you now and she uh says um you sad foolish elf you could have lived out the rest of your life in your happy little tribe and never come here and now you're going to die and feed me with your blood what are you doing how close is she? She's walking towards you, so she's about maybe five feet. All right. I stab her. Hack and slash this boo. All right. This is better. That's a 12. That's a nat 12. Boom. 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 This is my dice combo for the rest of the game. Okay. Um, so that's a 12 plus two. That's a 14. But it doesn't matter because I just need a 10. So I deal my well, damage. Well, actually, yeah, that's a nat 12, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I deal my damage. Yeah, and she's walking. I avoid their attack. She's, she, you, yep. She's walking up to you, monologuing, and I think you just drive your spear into yep. her stomach. Yeah. Uh, roll your damage. All right. Eight. Plus, you took a move that increases your damage. Oh, and then I do a, a D four. That's right. Listen, it's been a while. We played a different character and different game in the meantime. I'm sorry. My brain isn't quite working. It's only a one, so it's a nine. Nine damage. Okay. That nine damage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, she is monologuing, and I think she's walking up to you, and she's saying, like... Words. You could have just been happy. You could have accepted your lot in life and accepted that this is the way things are, but you had to come here where you don't belong. And I just stab her more times because this is unpleasant. Well, no, I think you just stab her once, and your spear like pierces through her stomach mm-hmm. and this I think the head of the blade comes out her back mm-hmm. and this uh, green sap pours from her stomach and pours from her eyes she looks at you uh, and she looks at the spear entering her body and I think her the leaves of her hair start to like wither and curl I take my spear out and plunge it into her again yeah, and I think this time she actually screams as you do it. I think she falls to her knees and she looks up at you with this like sap pouring from her eyes and her mouth and her nose. Uh, and she goes, he's going to make you hurt. So I take it out and I stab her through the throat. 
Jesus. Okay. You don't understand the anger flowing through his body. He will save his sister or he will die trying. So you, uh, you kill this dryad. And I stab her through the throat. Yep. And also the heart. Okay. Just to make sure that she's very dead. She is really dead. I'm you killed her like three stabs it's ago. It's still happening. Throat, okay. heart. Okay. Done. Yeah, you're now in this uh, pine forest and she, her body withers up and I think it like kind of starts to curl in on itself mm-hmm. and becomes no longer like this like flexible wood, but like this old, dry, um, stiff, like firewood, like wood. The other elves are just kind of like hiding behind the trees, staring at you, silent. Mm-hmm. She's dead. I'm going after the lich. You may help or you may run, but I am going to kill him. And then I just walk out. Okay. There is no other exit here but the way you came. Yeah, that's fine. I just turn around and walk out. Okay. You leave these frightened elves and um, the dryad behind you. And I think as you leave, we see the elves like coming out from behind the trees and talking amongst one another and like standing over the dryad's body as they decide what to do next. I continue down this hallway because if I remember correctly, I was at a T mm-hmm. and then I turned right. So if I if I just go down the hallway that I'm on, I would be going down that left. That, yep. Yeah. So yeah. I just do that. So uh, there is another door here. It is also locked. It is not decorated like the other door was. Mm-hmm. This one is very plain and simple, but it is locked. Okay. I'm going to kick it down again. That is a six. I failed. Yeah. That was a failure. Your fight with the drow, or with the dryad, and after hurting your ankle the last time you kicked through the door, uh, this time you try to slam into it with your shoulder, Mm -hmm. and I think you slam into it, and you hear something pop in your shoulder as you smash through this door. Yeah. Uh, Take 1d4 damage. Okay. Two. That might, my armor would have nothing to do with this. Yeah, no, your armor doesn't help. So... I'm at a 12. I'm at less than half. So I use one of my healing potions. I forgot you had healing potions. It gets rid of 10 damage or one disability. I'm going to get, I'm going to add the 10 health. Okay. You burst through this door and find yourself in a, not a huge cavernous room like the last one, but a a decently sized room Mm -hmm. that is hot as what you would think hell would be. Okay. This room is soaked in heat. There are none of these glowing orbs around the uh, the wall or ceiling. Mm-hmm. Instead, there are kilns and fires burning mm-hmm. throughout this room. And hunched over these fires are uh, elves with long metal pipes. And they are blowing glass. Uh, and they're blowing glass into these clay um, molds. And they are metalworking, and you hear the tinkering of, of hammers on uh, metal. Do you blow glass into molds? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. I've only ever seen the artisanal, like, blowing glass where they, like, make the designs while they're blowing it. And yeah. You, I didn't you, know you blew it into... Oh. Yep, you can blow it into Man, a mold. I'm learning so many new things from this game. Yeah, and they are they're um, blowing glass into these molds, and, and you can see... Uh, on like a cart near you by the door Mm -hmm. there's this uh shelved cart just full of uh perfectly round 
uh, orbs of glass. Mm-hmm. I actually think all that sound like stops except for the roaring of the flumes mm-hmm. as all of the elves like turn to look at you uh, as you enter the room. Where is he? Uh, roll to discern realities. Ha, ha, natural, 12. Are you kidding me? These I... dice are lucky. Yeah, you switched dice and now you're getting real good rolls. <laughs> okay. Um, so I get to ask three questions. What here is not what it appears. What should I be on the lookout for? Those are the two I'm asking right now. I'm holding the last one for okay. at the moment. You see Ella Hare. She is on the other side of the room mm-hmm. and her face is covered in soot and her long beautiful hair has been shorn like yours Mm -hmm. uh, making her look even more like you and uh, she is standing near um, a furnace with uh, like I think her hand has been like very crudely wrapped I I think she's holding like some bits of glass and she just drops them into the sand at her feet Mm -hmm. as she stares at you wide eyed what here is not what it appears to be (laughs) uh, we'll we'll get to that (laughs) okay he runs to her. And I think she runs to you, and I think she uh, wraps her arms around you, and you can feel her arms, like, shaking. What were your other questions? What here is not what it appears to be. Uh, well, what does what does it appear to be? It appears to be a workshop. Okay. Like a kiln workshop. It is a workshop. They are building components for the Red Road Lich. Okay. And then my third question, what is about to happen? You and Elahair embrace. Mm-hmm. And the elves, the other elves in this room are just staring at you until they're suddenly not. And they're staring at the door mm-hmm. uh, that you entered from. Mm-hmm. And I think Elahair is facing the door and you're facing away. And mm-hmm. El- you hear Elahair like from your waist uh, shriek. Mm-hmm. I push her away from me, turn around, and bring my spear at the ready. Okay. The other elves now are like scrambling, kicking up sand. I think of like one knocks over a fire and like the embers and coals like tumble out uh, as they run to the other side of this room uh, because in the door that you entered from stands. Grimner Longbarther. Ha! Finally, I wasn't sure if I was going to have to pick between saving her and defeating him, but I have to do both! Grimner stands in the door and he fills the entire doorway. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is, his uh, beard is massive and white. Uh, One eye is covered with a gold and red eye patch. Mm -hmm. And his uh, hair, which is like a red and blonde with streaks of white is tied in a braid down his back Mm -hmm. and in his one arm he cradles a baby and can i tell what kind of baby a small baby okay does it have pointy ears nope it's a it's a human baby oh yes i should also have clarified that grimner and his son Kristoff were humans okay are humans grimner looks to you and he looks uh at your spear and he looks back and he goes, oh, I'm surprised you made it this far. How far away is he from me? Uh, I think uh, 
he is... Was he stabbable? No. Okay. He's too far. He's out of range of your spear. He goes, you did more damage to his horologenic code than I've ever seen. And he looks in at your spear and goes, is that what did it? I don't think I say anything. I don't take a step forward, but I think I kick my I kick one of my feet back behind me mm-hmm. specifically to one get in like a ready position and two to see if I feel a person because my sister had better have run to the other side of the room she better be nowhere near me yeah I think she did I think she I okay. think she ran off a little bit and he goes that's very interesting um and I think he like places his hand on the baby and um like lifts his hand up and the baby rises from his hand in like this shimmering bubble and then he touches the bubble, and the baby disappears. Okay. And I think he, like... Very ro- Steven Universe. Yeah, I guess that was kind of Steven Universe. But I think he rolls his shoulders and, like, rolls his neck and goes, You were a fool to come here. You know that, right? You were a fool to take my sister. And then I think I lunge. Okay. He has a long sword sheathed at his side. Mm-hmm. But I think first... I think his... One hand goes to the handle of his longsword, and his other hand raises and uh, performs a few symbols with his fingers, Mm -hmm. and he is trying to cast a spell on you. Right. I am stabbing him. Or I'm going to try to stab him, at least. Okay. I think as you get close... Oh, I have... Oh, no, I don't have a shield. I got really excited for a second. I'm sorry. Go ahead. As you get close, he launches a spell at you, um, and you see this wall of magical energy burst towards you. What mm-hmm. do you do? I tuck and roll. Okay. I get tuck and roll. That's dex, which I'm at a disadvantage for. I failed that. I super duper failed that. I, I think you duck into the sand and like try to roll through it. And this magical energy like hits you and pushes you up like from from rolling your shoulder on the ground it's like forces you up to your feet mm-hmm. and you go stumbling back a few feet mm-hmm. and i think the thing that is strangest to you in the first session you said your hair was shorn right yes uh bangs fall into your eyes okay and that's the only thing you really notice right right now uh, and at this point, uh, Grimner draws his longsword, and it shimmers uh, red and furious. And I think he laughs. He goes, ho, ho, ho. What? <laughs> and he has this booming laugh that echoes in the, um, echoes in the kiln room. Okay. What is directly next to me? I think in the distance to your right is like a clay room like a closet maybe right and like very close to your left there is a kiln is there anything in the kiln there is a fire burning in the kiln but that's it yeah okay how large is this human is he human sized or he's he he is he's very large for human he's like seven feet tall and like husky and huge Yeah. yeah he's enormous okay and i think he starts walking towards you with his longsword drawn and i think he actually says if you swear fealty to me now I won't have to kill you to make an example of you. You can live out the rest of your life in my workshop. That would be the same as killing me now. And then I stab him. All right. I think he smiles and he brings down his sword at you. 
Defy danger, or am I stabbing? Uh, you're hack and slash to get him first. Yeah. Okay, these dice are bad luck now. Oh. Yep, that is a five. Yep. Yeah, I think you thrust your spear up, and it, like, connects with this energy force mm-hmm. around him. Mm-hmm. And I think it, like, shears off in layers, like, this force. And you see, like, the shimmering energy kind of, like, peel off in layers mm-hmm. until finally you hit a, like, and it just keeps pushing through this force until it gets, like, within inches of him and then stops. And I think he brings uh, the the um, the pommel of his sword down on, like, where your neck meets your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, take 1d10 plus 1 damage. Okay. 1d10. I rolled a 4 plus 1 is 5. Do I use my armor? Uh, yeah. In that, do yep. I count for Yeah, armor? your armor will count for that. Okay. But I think you hit the ground and you, like, I think, Thalian, you fall to the sand and, like, cl- like, a plume of sand bursts up from beneath you. Yeah. As you hit the ground. And you hear, uh, Grimner laughing above you again. Is he... Is his foot near me? Uh, yeah. I go to stab his foot. Because I'm on the ground. Yeah, well, I'm worried it's a little bit too close for your spear to be too... I have close. Yeah, but I think this is, like, hand. I don't... He's that close to me? Yeah, I mean, he he hit you with the But he's a massive man. I'm not that big. I feel like he would be... Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, relative, I would be close to him, but he would be further away from me. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's a seven plus my strength is a nine. So he deals damage to me, but I deal damage to him. So, yeah, deal your damage to him first. I got a ten. Are you serious? Well, it's a zero. Yeah. It's a ten, right? Yep. I got a ten. Plus one D4. Plus one D4. And then also I have sharp piercing. So don't forget that. Yep. Oh, 13. Nice. I did 13 damage plus two sharp piercing. So you, what, stab him in the foot? Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, you bring your uh, spear down on his foot. Do you pin him to the ground? No, because I'm going to need my spear. Can I have aimed a little higher on his foot, like just below the ankle? Yeah. That's where I aim. Okay. Uh, all right, yeah, you uh, you drive your spear through like his ankle area. Yeah. And it cuts through his boot and uh, sends a spurt of blood pouring uh, and he screams and just swings down his long sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, take 1d10 plus 1. 7, 8 damage. Minus 2, six. 6 damage. I had a 7, so 11. Ooh, I'm he, gonna die, guys. I actually think he's swinging the flat of his long sword. He swings it down and slams it on your back mm-hmm. and knocks the air out of you as his uh, as the flat of his longsword slams against your armored like vest right. and slams you into the ground. Right. What is Elohair doing? I think probably screaming from the background. Yeah, I think she's a small child, but yeah. she obviously can't help. I think she is screaming, and I think one of the other elves comes and like puts his hand on her like shoulder and like grabs one arm mm-hmm. and like tries to hold her back and I think she like rips out of his hands and like takes a few steps towards you and uh Grimner is standing above you now and he's I think he's like huffing and puffing he goes I am doing great things and I will not have the likes of you ruining it for me 
I will save my sister or I will die. And I stab him again. I'm just going to keep attacking him. Like every move I make is going to be either me defending myself so that I can attack him again or me attacking him again. I think you were still lying on the ground. And I think if you want to attack him again, you're going to have to try to get into a better position. Can't I stab him in the foot again? I think when he slammed you into the ground, I think you lost like your positioning. Okay. I don't think you're going to be able to just attack him again. Okay. I think you're going to have to scramble up to yep. your feet and like regroup. So I, when I said, th- when I was saying that, I was getting up onto my feet. Okay. I think you're going to have to defy danger to get up. Okay. What would that be? Strength? Powering through? Um, either strength or constitution, maybe. By enduring. I think powering through makes more sense. Okay. My ankle hurts. All right. I've yeah. been hit a bunch of times. Yeah. I'm weak. I'm about to die. Yeah, that was a two. Wow. That's not good rolls. Mm-mm. Mark another XP. It doesn't matter. I can't level up in the middle of a game anyway. Why not? Because those are the rules, mister. You have to follow the rules all the time. <laughs> I think you start to stand up, and I think he uh, lifts one boot and kicks you in the chest mm-hmm. and sends you falling into your back. And I think you accidentally, like, I think he knocks you into a furnace, mm-hmm. and you hit the furnace. Take uh, take 1d10 damage. Okay. That was a 2. Okay. So my armor defends that. Yeah. Uh, you slam against this furnace, and luckily it just, like, sh- like the clay furnace shakes, mm-hmm. uh, but doesn't burst. Um, can I use one of my heritage moves right now? You can, yep. I don't know how to do it, though. Craft temporary solution. Oh, you can also always, like, uh, for damage, you can shrug off... A... I know, I, I'm going to be doing that soon, but, um, like, to shrug off a wound or a condition, a wound doesn't tell me how much hit points I could get back, or... I think... Like, the condition, I don't give a shit about my shaky, it's not very useful to me right now. I think if... I think the next time he has you roll damage, you could, like, after you see it, you could spend that. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Can I do something with this kiln? In crafting a temporary solution. I don't know what, though. Um, I feel like the fact that I'm in a fire room, I should be using fire. But I don't know how to do it in a way that won't destroy my shield. Well, this my, is a, this is a superheated crucible. And if you have something, if you have an idea, we could make it work. I don't. Like, if maybe the maybe one of the glass pipes, maybe one of the, like, or there's like a think- metal pipe well, with glass at the end, maybe it's still in the... Well, that's the thing. Kiln. I was I was thinking about that, but you said there was nothing in the kiln. I was thinking maybe if there was one there, I could try to use that, but you said there was nothing in the kiln. If you wanted to spend a hold, we could come up with something. As you're uh, as you're deliberating, he is he's marching towards you, uh, and I think he he now has a limp like you, and like his one his boot is just soaked in blood. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of like lets out this this low half laugh and goes um. I never expected one of you to t- to march into my home and attack my son, attack me and kill your dryad. I think he I think that stops him and his eyebrows raise and he goes You killed Marta? Did you kill Marta? I think I just stab him again. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Uh, roll hack and slash. Yeah. Woo! You 
got to change those dice. You want some of my dice? All over again. This is super duper yeah, bad. Yeah, take some of mine. That I is what, a four? Three. A five total? Yeah. When you tell him that you killed the Dryad, uh, he grits his teeth, and I think he, like, rushes you. I think he actually starts running towards you and then disappears. Mm-hmm. And then reappears at your side and punches you in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, one D10. Yeah, one D10 plus as he one. goes sprawling to the floor. Eight plus one is nine. I just I get seven damage done to me. And you have your I know hold. Oh yeah, I do that. I use my hold. Okay, so you shrug, shrug off. off a wound. Yeah, because that was I would have had two points. Yeah. I'm going to die the next time he hits me. He, yeah, he hits you. I'm, hit, I'm rolling really well with this D10. And I think you, like, spin like a figure skater as mm-hmm. you, like, hit the ground and uh, fall into the sand. Mm-hmm. I think Elahair runs to you at this point. Uh, I think she breaks off from the other elves um, and runs to you, and you feel her hands, like, on your back. Mm-hmm. Um as you're lifting yourself off the ground. I push her off of me. Okay. And yell at her to get back. Okay. And I make sure that I'm between him and her. Okay. All right, yeah, you push her away and Yeah. Uh I think she like bites her lip and takes a few steps back. I think Grimner says um get on your feet so I can cut off your head. How close is he? He's within striking distance. I'm on the ground, right? Yeah. Uh, What's around me on the ground? Sand. Okay. And... Uh, I pick up mm-hmm. a fistful of sand. Okay. And when I stand up, I throw it at his face. Uh, roll to defy danger. Well, all right. What is uh, dexterity? Yeah. I failed. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't get up to him because he's so tall. Yeah, I think it just kind of like, like dusts his robe. Mm-hmm. I immediately follow it up with this, this stabbing motion, but I didn't say that when I got up. So. Well, what? Well, that was a fail, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think he uh, just kind of looks at you and sighs and says, um, "After all of this, I expected something more." What do you do? I'm gonna stab him. I'm not meant to defeat evil yeah, Santa Claus. Yeah, Thelion is not. I'm not, not meant to defeat yeah. him. That was a five. So 1d10 plus one. No. Hold on. I'm going to use one of his moves. I think he uh, just drops his sword in the sand. Mm-hmm. And I think you're kind of like, all you're, you're staggering as you stand on your feet, almost like you're drunk. Mm-hmm. And I think he like digs his hands like into your vest and lifts you up off the ground. Uh, and he, you're so close to him now that you can smell his breath, mm-hmm. um, and it smells sickeningly sweet. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, "I need you. I need you and your kind for my grand designs. You're so small-minded to think that you could come here and that your petty feelings are more important." Than my grand work. You are pathetic. What do you do? I will save my sister or I will die trying and I stab him again. And if I don't have my spear, I poke him in the eyes. I'm like, I'm attacking him. I'm doing something. Um, and the only thing I am saying is I will save my sister or I will die trying. 
I, he's he's definitely too close for you to use mm-hmm. your spear. You can try and slug him if you want. Yeah. Or 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 poke him in the eyes I'm or going for gouge his, something. I'm or going whatever. for his eyeballs. Okay. Failed. Really? I failed again. Yep. Uh, I think you like scramble at his face and like try to claw at his face, mm-hmm. and he just like pushes your hands out of the way, pulls back one of his gloved fists and punches you in the face. Right. Um, yeah, take that damage. Look at that. That is That's a, a nine. Yeah. Plus a one is a ten. Minus two is an eight. That puts me at three. Mm-hmm. I have three health. You still have one hold for your heritage moves. N- no, I used it. Did you only start with two hold? Yeah. I thought you started with three hold. No, well, I have one here. I hold one. Mm-hmm. That's what I started with when I started this game today. I started with one, and I used it. I already used it. Okay. What is Ella Hare doing? Screaming as I'm dying. Okay. She's a small child. She can't do anything. I'm assuming, I'm hoping somebody's holding her back. Um, but I'm getting the shit beat out of me. She's, like, small. She can't do anything. Okay. Why don't you roll 2d6 for me? a four you uh yeah you're on the ground and uh i think um you're you can feel your face swelling up from where he's been hitting you mm-hmm. um and i think you are i think you've lost hold of your spear mm-hmm. it's a it's a few feet away what do you do i say i'm going to save my sister or die trying and i start clawing at his face again or okay. at the hands on my You're just, body. like, charging him? Yeah. All right. Wait, I'm on the ground again? Oh, yeah. He, he socked you in the face. Oh, yeah, that's but I right. But I think you can charge up. Like, yeah. you can, like, run at him. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right. Well, all right. That was a 10. All right. Plus two for my strength. So I do damage. Yep. Right. Oh, no. I do three total oh, damage. Oh, no. You run at him, and, um like start punching him yeah and he's so large and i'm so weak it does nothing it doesn't like you're you're you like i think you like try to like almost grapple with him and like you try to like wrap one arm around him and like punch him and it just connects with like his robe and whatever armor he must be wearing under the robe because Mm -hmm. it just bounces off and he just like I think he is above you he's just towering above you and he just shakes his head and I think he like laces his fingers together and raises them up Mm -hmm. and drops them on your back Mm -hmm. 1d10 Yep. plus 1 that's a 10 I died that was a 10 I died yeah you hit the ground Yep. but you are not well so here's what happens now you make your last breath move Mm mhm when you're dying, you catch a glimpse of what lies beyond the Black Gates of Death's Kingdom. So, Thalion hits the ground. Mm-hmm. All you can hear is your sister screaming. And you can smell the smoke of the fires and the dusty, earthen smell of the sand in your nostrils. Mm-hmm. And things fade as you feel like a warmth spreading in your chest. What are the Black Gates to you? What is death for an Arctic elf? I think pitch black sea. Like water. Ice cold water, pitch black. 
there's no light. That's what I think. Okay. You find yourself standing on a pitch black sea. And um, there are no stars. Mm -hmm. There's no moon. There are no lights. And then you see this um, bright purple ghost light appear in the sky. Mm -hmm. um, And it dances and twists. Uh, And then it's joined by a blue ghost light. And then a yellow and a green. Um, until the sky is full of these dancing ghost lights. Roll last breath. Okay. So for last breath, I rolled just 2d6. I rolled a 4. I died. A elf appears Mm -hmm. on the Black Sea. And he is dressed in fine armor. Mm -hmm. And he's joined by another elf, a woman, and then another and another and they are carrying these majestic weapons, um, all made of the same strange material as your spear, spear. Mm-hmm. bows and swords and axes. One of them walks up to you and she puts a hand on Thalion's um, shoulder and um, all of you sink beneath the waves. Elohair, you are in the clutches of the dread lich Grimner Longbarther mm-hmm. who has just killed your brother mm-hmm. what do you do? I am a small child mm-hmm. I think I scream and I don't I mean like I'm probably going to try and hit him but I'm not going to be able to do anything your brother's spear and Longbarther's s- sword mm-hmm. both lie between you and Longbarther, who is standing over your brother mm-hmm. and panting in between his laughs. Is his back to me? Yes. Okay. I grab my brother's spear and I try to stab him. I don't do it. And because I am a small child. Mm-hmm. And there was no way that a ten-year-old was going to beat like a Goliath. Nope. And Grimner doesn't even notice your attack. Mm-hmm. Seems about right. I think he grabs the spear and rests it out of your hand and looks at the spearhead and looks down at you and looks back to the spearhead and he says this requires further study and then he looks at the other elves and he points at Thalion and he says clean this up and then with a flourish of his robe he walks out of the room and as he walks out, the door that Thalion destroyed reforms uh, as if it had never been damaged. And that concludes the red-robed lich of the Northern Lights. Evil Santa Claus, murder, murdering everybody. Yeah. I gotta say, I really expected Thalion to die, but I kind of hoped Elahair was going to get out. Oh, I don't know why you thought that. Ten-year-old girl who just watched her brother die. I mean, I don't... I She could have ran, or... I mean... She could have. There was a big he's, busted door. Yeah. And he's a very large man with very long legs. Much longer than hers. I'm, there was I'm no just, way she was making it out. I'm just saying. That was good. That was good. That was sad, though. That was, was a bummer for Christmas I Day. Know. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And happy holidays obviously right um whatever holiday you're celebrating this season we sincerely hope you had a wonderful joyous holiday 2017 has been a bit of a garbage fire 
but we are all hoping that 2018 is going to be better and we hope for the best for you and yours. We hope that your holiday season is full of love and peace and a little bit of happiness. Maybe a lot of bit of happiness. Yeah, a lot but, of happiness. I mean, but like, let's be realistic. Let's hope for a little bit. And then if you get a lot, it's a bonus. Yeah. Um, so thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, thank you to Zach B, our editor, without whom this wouldn't get made. Thank you to In Love With Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Numa's Place off of the album Healing. Uh, if you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it really means a lot to us. It helps other people to find us. It's the only thing that can keep us going is, you know, good reviews. So please recommend us to your fellow RPG-loving friends. You can follow us at HeartPointsPod on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow us uh, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash HeartPointsPod. Uh, also, this is actually being recorded after the live show that we did at Amalgam Comics with Everything is Awesome Pod. So we just want to give a big thank you to everyone who came out and, and, and shared that with us. Uh, thank you again to Everything is Awesome Pod for inviting us out. And thank you to Amalgam for having us. It was a really amazing experience and we really had a great time. Shout out to our friend Steve. Made the trek out, supported us. You can get a shout out too. Support us. Follow yeah. us. Do things. <laughs> get a shout out. And in the meantime, have a happy holiday, uh, a happy new year, and a very nice day. But like a really good one. See you in the new year. <laughs>